Let's be real, I'm unqualified at best, but I'm taking this year to challenge my fears and seek out authenticity through conversation and hopefully some daring vulnerability. The goal, I'm not really sure yet, but I hope to come out of 2022 more connected to myself and my friends and my faith. Welcome to a year of holy interruptions. Come journey with me, or you know, don't. It's really up to you. The episode itself is the best part, but the intro and the outro are the worst, and I almost just fell off my chair. <laughs> I saw that. It's okay. It's good. It's a podcast and not a video. Oh, my Lord. Can you imagine? That would be interesting. Oh, let's not go there. YouTube channel. Starting here, guys. <laughs> podcast audio first. YouTube. Hop on over. We'll do a little parlay. Abby will be our amazing editor and videographer, so um, I will get all the credit and she will do all the work. <laughs> Shot on my iPhone, everyone. You're going to hear first. No. No, no. No YouTube channels for me. Not yet. No. Probably not ever. Yeah. Not A it. lot of work. It's a lot of work. Shout out to all you YouTubers out there. You guys are doing the most. <laughs> But of all the people, you were like, you know who we need to shout out? It's the YouTubers. It's just a lot of work, I guess. It is a lot of work. I have nothing against YouTubers. I just found it funny. Yeah. I'm not a big YouTube girl. Do you like YouTube? I don't watch YouTube. I don't watch YouTube either. The most YouTube I watch is when I'm trying to find like a scene of a movie. Yeah. To like mm -hmm. reference it or something. And then I'll see that. Yeah. Or if I'm like telling a joke and no one understands it from like New Girl or something, I'll go find that scene. Exactly. And then I'm like cracking up and they're like got it <laughs> good <laughs> or if i'm listening there's like no in between it's like a scene from a movie or it's like a 20 minute long worship session <laughs> yes or a blog lottie's workout you know oh okay that's true i do yeah. my ab workout on youtube i do a couple a roca moon i have a few different ones oh she's so good have you done any of hers shout out shout out she's roca subscribing moon. this episode there she is <laughs> sponsored <by. laughs> if only we could we could get a sponsor eventually maybe a year from now a you'll year have a sponsor now. what a great transition you have there abby <laughs> she winked at me she was ready she knew what she was doing because she's a professional Something podcaster like by the time we'll have put this episode out you'll have been on three times three times i'm honored i honestly thought it was going to be a one and done situation i feel like you have good content and you're entertaining, and I think I am funnier when you're around, so you will be a consistent feature. I love that. I just love talking to you, so. It works so well. It just works out really good for us. Well, the reason I have you today is because we are doing a new series Ooh. that will be ongoing. It's called Catch Me in a Year, and the idea for this series is that I will be asking Abby some questions today, and exactly a year from now, she will come back and answer the same questions again. And we'll kind of see what's happened in her life um, and what changes have taken place. And just, I love the type of six-month catch-up update or one-year update. So we're doing a year. I'm hoping to do a few of these, and then maybe once a month we'll have someone else come and do an update. And then for however long this podcast exists, we can kind of track a little bit with Abby's life and what she's up to. And it gives me a great excuse to be in contact with her years from now, because I mean, it'll be hard for her to shake me anyway, but <laughs> now I have a dedicated reason to catch up in the year. Yes. So that is our new series that we'll be doing about once a month. And this is the first one. I'm so excited. And it's not that I would ever want to shake you from talking, so it works out well. But it will be fun to intentionally catch up on these same questions next year. Absolutely. Okay, 
What is your name? Abby. That's my name. Hi, guys. I'm Abby. (laughs) (laughs) And what day is it? Today is March 13th, 2022. And where are you? I am at a studio in Hope Chapel. Good old Maui. Good old Maui. And what is your favorite color? My favorite color is blue, but not just any generic blue. It's like a light sea blue that you can like see through. It's like kind of icy. You know when the ocean is like coming up and it's like a little bit whitewashed and also very clear? That's my favorite color, blue. Maui blue. Maui blue. (laughs) And if you had to describe your past year in one word, what would it be? Oh, man. I would say transitions. I think that's more in recent times, but also this past year has been a lot of preparation for transitions and I guess that was more than one word to explain my one word dare you (laughs) (laughs) but the one word is transitions what is your most enduring quality this one I had a hard time with because I'm like I don't know what's so I don't know what's endearing about me and then I just decided I think probably quirkiness I'm pretty quirky and I think uh not everybody sees that all the time I'm pretty like out there like mostly myself with everyone I interact with even my clients will probably tell you that at work that I'm just pretty much the same everywhere I go but I'm pretty quirky like to play around like to have fun but also just like I'll just do random voices or like (laughs) do weird things and I'm like that's kind of quirky and maybe some people think it's endearing my favorite thing about you that I find so endearing is that you can't park to save your life (laughs) And you've been driving for I don't even know how many years. But every time you get to a parking spot, you like scooch up a little bit and you grab the wheel a little tighter. And it's just so endearing. I'm glad you think it's endearing. I do. Because I think it's quite inconvenient. (laughs) It's true. I really can't park. I think it's because for all the people listening that just think I'm an incompetent person, I think it's because when I was 16 and I had just gotten my license, I was with one of my best friends and we were going to the mall. And she had just gotten her license, too. And she swung into a parking space and (laughs) smashed a car. Like, just, like, totally smashed it. And we were both, like, freaking out because we're like, what do we do? So we wrote this person a note. And we're, like, crying. We're like, do we go into the mall? Do we move the car? Like, what should we do? Do we leave in the same spot? Like, we were just panicky 16-year-old girls that, like, didn't know what to do. And so we wrote this note. We're, like, both freaking out. She's crying. I'm like, it's fine. I'm also laughing. I'm like, I think we're going to get killed if we stay here. So, like, let's move. (laughs) And then we were nervous. Like, we went into the mall and went to H&M. And we're like, they're going to know. Like, this person's going to know what's us. And they're going to be in H&M. Feel it. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, I think there's, like, a little bit of first driving paranoia that's just stuck stuck around. around. But also, for the record, I can parallel park once a year. And if I use it up, I'm screwed. (laughs) So the question is, have you used up your parallel park this year? I have, yes. Oh, yeah. Big We're beach. early on, too. We are. Mm-hmm. We are early. We're in March. Yeah. So we have nine whole months. I know. Ten whole months? Uh, nine. <laughs> there are 12 months in the year. <laughs> we have nine whole months before you can parallel park again. I know. It's mm. a bummer. Takes me lots of adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is your greatest waste of time? Oh, I had a hard time with this one, too, but I came down to it saying the waste of time is probably Instagram reels because I can just sit there and scroll and I'll deep dive and find some good memes and like that is when I'm like really trying to waste time or like the epitome of procrastination is Instagram reels for me (laughs) like I could waste time with like reading or whatever but I can count that as productive so Instagram reels to me feel totally worthless like this is not doing anything for me it's deteriorating my brain and they're kind of funny but also why you know 
Yeah, I do. Well, I think this is interesting. I'm going to cut in on your interview real fast. Perfect. Because we are both threes on the Enneagram. Heck yeah. Both of us are very driven and productive. And I don't think either of us hugely subscribe to the Enneagram or kind of bases our life around what the Enneagram says we are. Yeah. But I think there is something to the fact that both of us like to be productive in whatever we're doing. Mm. And I was listening to a podcast about the Enneagram. It was Ennea Summer with, what's her name? Annie F. Downs. Thank you, Annie F. Downs. My icon. (laughs) (laughs) And she was talking about how when we go to our nine, which is our stress, that's actually so necessary because we kind of get a little lazy but it means that what we're doing doesn't have to be productive and we actually need that yeah we need to lean into our stress every once in a while to kind of like let go of the need to be productive so maybe instagram wheels aren't the worst thing ever it's true but it can be a amazing waste of time exactly and it's usually a good tell for me of like oh hey something's not right here like you're kind of trying to be lazy and unproductive like yep. let's go to the root of that and let's find rest in a life-giving way Instead of just scrolling on reels and feeling terrible about myself when it's over and then being like, I'm a waste of space and time. <laughs> like actually thinking about what is the reason behind this, this shutting down and then let's do something about that that's productive and healthy and press into that stress of being like, okay, we can rest and not have to be productive about it, but let's do it in a healthy way. Sometimes when you talk about your experience being a three and like the not so good parts of it, I feel exposed. <laughs> because we're so similar yeah honestly (laughs) that way that's how I figured out I was a three was like I like thought I was a two for the longest time because that was what success was to me to be a helper and then you know I was listening to um sleeping at last they have like really good Enneagram songs and I was like oh the two is such a good song and I listened to the three and I was like I'm gonna be sick I was like this feels so exposing I need to run and hide and that's how I knew I was a three so given that you're a three and have a lot of things you work towards and accomplish in typical three fashion what would you consider to be your greatest achievement I had a hard time with this one too because I don't like to gloat or feel like I'm like self-promoting either but I just think back I graduated high school at 17 and I feel like that was a pretty good achievement I went to college at 17 and I was like you know that was pretty good for only being a child I was like (laughs) I was kind of a child so I think that was a pretty good achievement of mine we'll take it Mm -hmm. What was your greatest discovery of this past year? I loved this question. That was a great question. Thank you. I went so many different directions with this, but I ended up just saying um, I really felt like I didn't have to embrace other people's emotions this year and I could take people at their word, which was a very, very revolutionary discovery for me because I realized I could have space to share my own emotion too and not have to worry about people taking it on as their own because I think for a while I would never show any emotion or tell anyone how I was feeling really because it felt like it would be a burden to them so I was like I'm happy all the time or just like if I was um, feeling sad or anything like that I would feel it alone and then tell people afterwards like oh yeah I was going through a really hard time they're like what (laughs) (laughs) and I was like yeah I really struggled with that and I just wouldn't let people in Um, And, you know, I missed out on a lot relationally because of that, because I was worried about, um, yeah, just like how it impacted other people. Because I'm like, I know they have a lot going on. They don't need my own stuff, too. But the beauty of community and the beauty of learning that, like, I don't need to hold anyone else's emotions and they don't need to hold mine. Give space to share that and to have real intimacy and vulnerability and not have to worry about what anyone thinks or how it's going to impact them um, emotionally um, because you can just be there make a space for people so I think that was my greatest discovery this year 
Which skill would you most like to build in the next year? I think I want to build relational and people skills this year. I really want to embrace community and like grow community and foster a place that invites people to just be themselves, to feel safe, to feel seen, to feel known. And in that, I hope to be doing something as a career within the next year, like relating to people and ministry in some capacity, just making space. If you could give everyone in the world one gift, what would it be? Oh, man. I love this question, too, Sarah. You're so good at this. I don't know, really. I think if I could give someone one gift, everyone one gift, it would just be the ability to have fun in, like, any situation. Hmm. I know that's, like, a very generic, like, very broad gift. But I think, like, when we can have fun and, like, no matter what you do, it's, like, Oh, the joy of life is just so much more abundant because you can just like make the best out of anything and like no matter what you're doing, just like have fun. Whether it's like a roller coaster or like a day at school or you know, whatever it is, it's like you can make fun out of it. It just makes you a much easier human to get along with and to just do life with. That answer makes sense to me because when I was explaining who you were to someone a while ago, I told them that you were equal parts fun and depth. Which I think is just so true because you have an immense depth to you and character is so strong, but you just know how to play (laughs) and have fun and bring fun to wherever you are. So that gift feels very on point. And I, in a lot of ways, feel like you're already doing it. Mm, That's so kind. Also, that was the best compliment I ever received and I wrote it down. So just so you viewers know, when she told me that, I was like, oh my gosh, I've never had a compliment like this. And I wrote it down and I treasure it. So thank you. What do you find painful but worth doing? This one was really good too. Just great questions after great questions. And I would encourage people listening to like ask yourself these questions too. Because it's like cool to reflect and think about. Do it. Do it. We said so. (laughs) Um, I think I find emotional vulnerability very painful but worth it. Because again, going back to full circle, everything is very intertwined in my life. But I think... Um, being authentic and being real and just being honest with people with where I'm at is really challenging for me. And to, to say like, I don't have it figured out yet is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I like to have an answer or to my issues or to my problems and, and also be like, Hey, I'm going through this, but like, it's fine. It's going to end really soon. Or like, it's okay. Cause yada, yada. But to just say like, Hey, this is where I'm at. I don't need you to fix me. And I don't have any reason to like, I don't have anything that's going to change this or, push us towards an end in this conversation um this is just where I'm at and that's really that feels really really hard for me but it also feels really worth it because like then people truly know you and still like want to be there for you even though there's no like end in sight or answer and that's that's who I want to be for other people too so I have to practice it Hmm. what did you do this year that you've never done before I started working for a repelling company (laughs) that was crazy I never thought I'd be like a repeller or like know any of that kind of stuff I've learned so much about um repel devices and ascending and descending and (laughs) coaching people people (laughs) literally down cliffs um things I never thought I would do so that was really cool and I feel more resilient now because of it because it was something I literally had no idea how to do and did it once as an intern and I was like I will never do that again it was terrible (laughs) the gear is stinky (laughs) working in the jungle is not fun but now I'm like oh my goodness this is so fun I get to carry up 
bags of rope and you know coach people down cliffs and do all these things that I physically probably wouldn't have been able to do a year ago what from this past year are you most proud of I am most proud of becoming more healthy emotionally and also totally unrelated to that (laughs) traveling um I always had a dream after I kind of got to stay here um for those of you guys that don't know I moved here um to Maui for the Hope Chapel internship um that Sarah is doing now um I was a children's intern and I moved from Pennsylvania and I really thought once the year was over like I would go back and I would just live my life even though I loved it here it was just like God gave me one year and I get to treasure that year forever um and then people started challenging me just to say like if do you want to stay here like if you want to stay here start asking the Lord for that um so I did and I started asking the Lord for the practical things I needed to stay which was a job a house and a car because (laughs) Hope Chapel gives you a job a house and a car (laughs) um so those are you know three pretty major things and they just kind of all started to come into place um just literally by the grace of God. Um, so then my dream after that was to be able to live here and travel. Um, and that also seemed impossible, but I got to do that this past year. I got to live here and I got to travel, although the world has been insane and <laughs> making it impossible to travel. Um, I didn't really get to do any international travel, but um, I did get to go to a lot of new places and see a lot of new things and do a lot of solo trips and do the trips with my family. So I'm very proud of that, that little dream that got to come to fruition. Hmm. What valuable life lesson did you learn this year? <sighs> I think it's kind of going back to what I was saying earlier about trusting people for what they say. Um, I found that really valuable because I used to just read a lot into what people would say and be like oh well they offered this but they don't really mean it or like I won't say yes because like no way they actually want to do this for me but to take people at their word and to trust them for what they say has been huge because I'm like I don't say things and make people read between the lines like I say what I mean so I think it's been really helpful and valuable for me to take people at their word until they say otherwise and just to be direct and open and honest and you know that helps with relationships and increasing the depth in those Hmm. what do you hope will be the same one year from today oh man that's hard I'm in so many like big transitions right now but I hope that I have a lot of really awesome relationships and I really hope that they are still here next year same with like for you I like love your friendship and I really treasure you and I hope that it only grows um from here and that it continues to move forward yeah so I hope that stays the same and I hope to yeah be here on Maui still which I just signed a year lease so it's looking pretty good (laughs) (laughs) on the flip side of that what do you hope will be different one year from now I hope that although I do love my job very much I hope that my job looks a little different I hope that I start to move in a direction that I got my degree in because I will be graduating hopefully by the end of the summer um so I hope that I can move forward Although it's, like I said, it's been so fun to be rappel coach and all the things. I would hope to move more towards my degree um, in some capacity rather than just like doing a fun like tourism job. What question are you working through right now? I work through this one a lot of just like the the balance of trusting the Lord and being wise. Yeah, I wrestle with that a lot of just trusting like, God, you're going to provide. But also I need to make good decisions and I need to steward what you've given me well 
And I think that goes into the sovereignty of God too, of mm. being like, oh God, like what decision should I make? You only have your way. Like what should I do? And also resting in the freedom of like he gives us the decision to to make decisions and to choose him in that. So I think right now I'm wrestling. That's a yeah, question I don't have an answer to of, yeah, what's that line between trusting the Lord and also being wise of what we have in front of us? What makes you hopeful? Oh, man, the future. I'm a big future girl. <laughs> I'm very future oriented. Yeah, whether that's like trips or like just fun things coming up or just like big dreams for the future. I get so hopeful when I think about the future and just all of the big dreams and things that are going to look so different from a year or like even more from now. Yeah, I just get so hopeful about family and like, yeah, just so many different things that come with that. But yeah, I'm a big dreamer, like love to look to the future. So that's what makes me hopeful. (laughs) What is a prayer God has answered recently? Oh man, a huge one. Me and my two besties from back home on the mainland moved with me to Maui over a year ago we were living with this family that I was nannying for and they're the best um we were living in a little studio and for the three of us literally just a single room kitchen beds everything in the same area um so for a while we've been praying to move to Kihei which is where um, all of our friends are and everything happens down here and in a place with more space and so we've been praying for that for a long time we actually like had to move out of our place and um just kind of be in last minute little situations and it felt really hopeless we're like okay I guess we're gonna have to give up the dream of living together um we're just gonna have to kind of figure out what we're gonna do and yeah the Lord gave us a place and we just signed a lease in a very hard time to find places to rent so that's something God has answered very practically speaking like in our eyes right in front of our face and to our hands that's been something that God has provided for us Hmm. and what are you currently praying for I am currently praying, yeah, just over these transitions, over this like next season of hoping to find a new job in my um, field or at least to start something that's in a, in more of the context that I hope to be in in the future. Um, Yeah, so just even more practical things, praying over that. I'm still praying over um, my family. Oh, that's another thing God answered. Um, I'll go back to that too, but I'm just praying. I've prayed a lot over my family and, um, just them coming to know the Lord and my sister has really like had a ton of deep roots being planted and has come to see the Lord and that's been so beautiful and so I'm continuing to pray for that over each of my family members um, and just to continue to see that that growth happening in her is so so exciting to me makes me want to cry but yeah last question for you Abby what do you want to tell your next year self Ooh, a little surprise question Oh, okay. I guess I'm going to tell my next year self. I'm proud of you. I don't know what you've done, but I'm proud of you. And I know there's lots of things that we didn't see coming. Um, but I'm proud of you because I know you handled it well. And I know that um, even the spots you don't handle it the best you think you could have. Like you did the best you could with what you had. Um, so I'm proud of you. Next year self, hopefully you did. Hopefully you did good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for answering all of my questions. I just literally bombard you with 20 or so questions about your life. I love it. So fun. I'm excited to see what happens in the next 12 months. Me too. It's like a little time capsule. It is. You get to see what you were like in this moment, May 3rd, March 13th. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes.
Yes. Yikes. March okay. is my favorite month, by the way. Well, it's your birthday month. It is my birthday month and the month of St. Patrick's Day, which, by the way, folks, is March 17th. In I, case you didn't know. Are you Irish? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Can you do a dig for us? <laughs> a jig? <laughs> a jig. No, I'm not gifted in the leprechaun jigs. But uh, <laughs> I would... If you did a jig, I would start the YouTube channel and I would <laughs> oh, just post you. Just me jigging. jigging. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> no, but I do love St. Patrick's Day. It's a great holiday. Did you ever make leprechaun traps when you were a kid? <laughs> I can't say that I did. <laughs> I'm assuming you did. Me either. No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, we would make little shoe boxes and put rainbows and pots of gold in them with like sticky bottoms so we can like try and drop the leprechauns. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, someone else has had to have done that. If you have done this, please um DM us on Instagram at Holy Interruptions Podcast and tell us that you know what a leprechaun trap is. Please, someone tell me I'm not alone. <laughs> you have had to have done the leprechaun trap. Somebody out someone. there. Somebody. Someone. Thank you for coming on, Abby. Thanks for sharing your life. And thank you listeners for being here again. If you related to anything that Abby said or want to answer these questions yourself, um, please reach out and tell us your stories and what you're hoping to have happen in the next year. We want to hear from you and just know what's happening in your lives too. And without further ado, we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.